Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. You can also find our full archive of shows up at AmericaOutloud.com. Just click for the After Dark tab and you'll get our full archives of shows that we've been doing for close to two years here on America Out Loud, maybe over two years at this point. I know America Out Loud just celebrated its seventh anniversary. Big things are happening. So be sure to check out the website if you have not done so already. We highly recommend it. It's a really great website put together very well, and it can be your one-stop shop for all your news needs over at AmericaOutloud.com. Got a lot to cover on this beautiful Monday here. Uh, There's a lot happening going on around the country. We all have seen these mass shootings taking place. Uh, Another one this past weekend in Alabama. Uh, We remember what happened in Tennessee Uh, So many horrible shootings have taken place in the last month or so, and the left and Democrats continue to want to blame guns for a clear mental illness problem that we have in this country. Uh, The mentally ill just keep getting worse and worse, and they're being encouraged to be mentally ill in a lot of these places where they want these drag shows going on with children there and things like that to just continue to indoctrinate people and will continue to keep having mass shootings as long as the left is up to their current behavior. Instead, they want to blame gun owners law-abiding gun owners for these mass shootings. You know, Rob, I thought it was interesting this past weekend was the NRA convention, and there wasn't a single shooting at the NRA convention. In fact, no threats of violence or anything, because these are all responsible, law-abiding citizens who just happen to own a gun for protection. This is not what the left wants you to hear, is that something like an NRA convention is completely peaceful, Uh, Nobody's being shot or feels any risk of being shot because they're all surrounded by other responsible gun owners. That is the real um, thing that the right needs to hammer home. This is not a gun problem. This is a mental illness problem in this country. And the left, the teachers, the media, they're just making it worse and worse. And as I said, we're going to continue having these uh, shootings as long as uh, we keep going down this route with the teachers, the media, and other people that are pushing this filth onto our children and our young people who are being indoctrinated by this garbage, thinking that uh, they have to go to the extreme to handle things. And uh, this is what happens in a society that is out of control with Joe Biden as president. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on this rampant gun rage that we've been seeing across the country uh seems like mass shootings are picking up personally i don't think it has anything to do with gun ownership i think it has to do with uh, mental illness spiraling out of control in this country and we've seen it coming for a long time and it seems like it might be at its tipping point andrew i'm great tonight this monday night and everything that you said is spot on and while you were talking as usual, we do our pre-work and we talk to each other, you know, throughout the week and the night as to some of the things we want to talk about during the show. And when you started opening up, I was just making all these notes of things that you were saying about mental illness, gun violence on the uptick and how Democrats are trying to take away the guns and how the Biden administration has become so lax 
and enforcing the law. And we saw this during COVID. And it's, it's interesting how you can just like tie all these things up and point to them as a point of inflection as to when it started and how bad it got it has gotten. And you saw the Democrats during COVID, the shutdowns, during the George Floyd riots. George Floyd was a black man who was uh, killed. It was unfortunate. It shouldn't have happened. But George Floyd bears some of the blame also. But that's a story for a different day. You can go back and listen to some of our other podcasts. You can get our take on that. But during that time, there was a push to defund the police. And you had Democrats all over saying defund the police. You have people in the streets rioting saying defund the police because they were saying the police were bad. Not all police are bad. And we even should, shouldn't even have to qualify it by saying not all police are bad. Because if we say that, we've got to say not all doctors are bad. Not all teachers are bad. However, I would venture to say in today's environment, a lot of our teachers have gone rogue. They've gone for a walk on the dark side. But that being said, just going back to your opening about guns, and the again, the Democrats wanted to take guns away. And we have to be careful. We say this to all of our listeners. We have to be careful because they can push this thing and could become successful and taking away your Second Amendment rights. They can do it. I'm telling you now, they can do it. So we have to be careful. Look at how they co-opted the whole thing with abortion and saying that Republicans, look at what Republicans have done with abortion. They've taken away your rights and they don't want you to kill babies. And now it seems though, some say that Republicans are suffering at the polls because of that. Because Republicans want to save babies People don't want to buy, vote for Republicans because Republicans like law and order. People don't want to vote for them because they say that they're white supremacist. So you look at how they've changed the narrative. The Republicans not being as strong as they should, not being the fighters that they should, oftentimes back down and remain silent as opposed to forcefully standing up and saying, wait a minute, this is not who we are. We're trying to save lives. You guys wanted to defund the police. You guys wanted to kill babies all the way up to 12 months, I mean, nine months. And then once they were born, you wanted to continue to be able to kill them. I mean, it's a harsh reality. You don't want to hear that, but you got to, I mean, just like bring it home and say, this is a reality. So when you look at what we're going through with the gun violence and the lack of lawlessness, I mean, the lack of people obeying the law. We've got to put this at the feet of the Democrats because they are the ones who have gone into the inner cities and have just broken down the social structure of law-abiding citizens. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. More people have died from being hit by a car or being slashed by a knife than guns. But Democrats would have you to think otherwise. And you know why? Because it is the Democrats, those mentally ill Democrats, that have access to guns. And they turn those guns on other Democrats. You look at what happened in Nashville at that Christian school. A Christian school. There's also a war on Christians. Because the woman who inflicted that horrible pain and, and just evilness upon that school was a Democrat who thought she was a man. No one wants to talk about that. The dangers 
of telling these people, these kids at a young age, that you can be whatever sex you want to be, or gender rather. And then when it doesn't work out the way they want it to, they become confused in their heads and then they want to strike out at, well, I'm going to strike out at these people because they won't accept me. No, it's not about us not accepting you. It's you accepting the body that God puts you in. God does not make mistakes. Doctors don't make mistakes. When you were born and the doctor saw a vagina or a penis, they knew immediately that you are a boy or a girl. But you have this being pushed on society that doctors made a mistake when they looked at you. They thought you were a little boy, but actually you weren't. Now, you see how that has trickled down into the professions and to science and biology, how they're trying to co-opt it and change the narrative? We even have right now the person who, was, who has been selected to lead the American Medical Association is an activist gay rights individual. And I have to say gay rights, Andrew, because it's important that people understand what these mentally ill people are doing. Because the medical profession has just like seemingly thrown up their arms and trying to treat these individuals with psychiatric and psychological help, they've just said, look, they're going to think that they're another gender, so let's just go ahead and go with it. It's gender dysphoria, and we have to address this issue the same way we would address the common cold, the same way we would address schizophrenia. This is a mental illness. And it's trickling down on society the same way I would say, Andrew, that these individuals who do not want us to have our Second Amendment rights, who do not want law and order, that is a mental illness also. Because when you don't have law and order, what do you have? Complete chaos. And these are the things that have to be addressed. But no one wants to address them. Why is that? Because they want to take the easy way out and say, oh, no, it's not us, it's them. Let's find a victim, and we're going to blame them. That's what's happening. That is exactly what's happening. So we have got to be able to look at this and call it for what it is. It's an attack against our society. It's an attack against our laws because people don't care. And when you look at this, it's, it's it rooted and the Democrat Party. Right. And you with mentioned- the way the way the current political climate is, I don't see any end in sight. Sorry to cut you off, Rob. Go ahead. You're right. There it doesn't seem to be an end in sight. And as I was about to say, when you look at where these shootings have taken place, Dadeville, Alabama, I think they only have about 6,000 people. 20 people were hurt. And we don't know what else is going to transpire as this story is developing. And this was just last night. Or, uh, no, I'm sorry, Saturday. And look at who's at the top of the government. The mayor happens to be a black man. You look at San Francisco. The crime that's taking place in San Francisco, the shootings. The mayor, a black woman. Look at New Orleans. The mayor, a black woman. Look at New York City. This week in New York City, Jim Jordan and James Comer, they're bringing the Judiciary Committee here to look into what's happening with law and order. Now, of course, some people are up at arms. Oh, this shouldn't happen. This is wrong. We shouldn't be doing this. This has got to stop. 
this is the federal government interfering with states' rights. No, the federal government needs to come in because when the states can't get it right, someone needs to come in and say, we're going to look at what you're not doing. Kathy Hochul doesn't care because if she cares, she would have fired D.A. Alvin Bragg, who's too busy going after a former president on a federal matter. Now you have a state interfering on a federal matter. The federal government looked at the whole thing a bit, Trump, we've talked about this before, with them saying, oh, he put this incorrectly on his tax returns and we need to go and we need to look and see what he was doing. So you had Cy Vance who looked at this, who was the former district attorney and said, there is no there there. They had the elections committee at the federal level to look at this and said, no, he paid money. We saw this. His former lawyer, a rogue lawyer, Michael Cohen, paid a porn star to keep quiet with a non-disclosure agreement. And notice what I'm saying, a non-disclosure agreement. That means that if I give you something, you can't say anything else. And if you sign this, you can't speak. Mm, now that sounds interesting. Because you know who else signed a non-disclosure agreement? The guy that we're finding out who released information on Discord, Textaria, Jake, I think is his name. He also signed a non-disclosure agreement. Not but, to release information, Andrew. But he's releasing the information or has released the information. Now, this is what I find interesting. I hope they don't try and prosecute um, him on not obeying the non-disclosure agreement because there are courts right now. Judges don't care about non-disclosure agreements. They say, oh, you can talk. I don't care. You can talk. But you right. signed a non-disclosure agreement. So why are you talking? This is what, has, this is what our justice system has come to, our legal system. No one wants to obey the law. And when I say no one, let's just put a qualifier on that. Democrats don't want to obey the law, and there's no one to hold them accountable. So Jim Jordan and James Comer of the House Judiciary Committee, they're coming to New York this week to look and see what the hell is going on here in New York City, a city that is governable. I don't care how large it is, but it's only governable under Republicans, under conservatives, because when Democrats are at the top, it is complete chaos. I was looking at some of the numbers. 8.5% of felony theft has increased in New York. 8.2% of vehicular theft. 100 murders in New York City. And it's only April. We haven't even hit the summer months. What the hell is D.A. Bragg doing? We heard about the story earlier on or last year of Jose, uh, Jose Alba, who was in Harlem, being attacked by a black man who was trying to kill him. And Alba st stabbed him. And what does D.A. Bragg do? Oh, he puts Alba in jail. Wait a minute. He was trying to defend his life. But Bragg doesn't care about that. He does not care about it. He's too busy trying to go after a former president to make himself look good. He's too busy trying to go after a former president because his sugar daddy, George Soros, gave him money for his campaign and said, you better take him down. Because during your election, you kept saying that you were going to take him down. So you can't come telling me now that you're not going to prosecute. Because as soon as he was elected, Bragg said, there's nothing to this story. We're not going to move forward. And then you had people within his camp, within the district of attorney office saying, wait a minute, you've got to go after him. Enter Mark Pomeranz, a lawyer, 
who said, if you don't go after him, I'm going to quit working for the district of attorney office in New York City. So he quit, and so did some other rogue lawyers. Because we want you to forget about the crime in New York and go after this one man who was busy trying to make America great again when he was a president. And then enters Letitia James, who said the same thing when she was running. I'm going to go after Trump. We're going to take him down. And we saw this on a steady, constant basis with them saying this in the public. No one thought anything about it. Well, I won't say no one thought anything about it because people saw this and said, this is wrong, Andrew. But judges looked at it, activist judges, and said, okay, let him do it. And all the non-disclosures agreement, oh, let it go out the window. Attorney-client privilege, out the window. And then you had voters say, hooray, 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 not realizing that this is going to come back and bite you on the butt. The same way you were protesting and marching, rioting, saying defund the police, it's going to bite you on the butt. And now look at your neighborhoods. Look at your cities. There's a lot more to unpack this on the other side of the break, Andrew. Because yeah, I want people to understand what's happening. Yeah, there definitely is. You're tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew after this short break. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. So when we went to break, I was referencing all those individuals who are cheering on these activist judges who are suspending the rule of law just to attack anyone who does not agree with the Democrat ideology. More so, Donald Trump. NDA agreements, out the window, it's meaningless. Attorney-client privileges, out the window, it's meaningless. And that just goes back to this young man. And I, I got to admit, Andrew, I don't believe that this guy is uh, – I, I don't think he acted alone and putting those documents on Discord. 
I think there's more to the story than may see eye. I think the media, it, they have no curiosity. They, they lack curiosity. They, they don't want to really dig into the story. The guy's name is Jack Tixeria, 21-year-old member of the 102nd Intelligence Wing of the Massachusetts Air National Guard. And he went by the name of the OG on Discord. He signed an NDA. And when the commentators on uh, the news kept saying, well, he signed an NDA, and he should know this. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Why do you guys keep saying he signed an NDA when there have been so many other individuals as of lately who signed NDAs and judges aren't holding them to it? Why is that? It's just an agreement to say, hey, we won't release certain information that we came across when we worked with this particular organization, or you told me something, or you gave me money and said, hey, you can't release information about me. Now, if it's something that involves a murder, of course you can't sign an NDA to say, I'm not going to say you, you committed the crime. But in a professional setting, something else, yes, you signed the NDA, you can't talk. And I remember during the Trump years when Trump was in office, you had so many people trying to petition judges to say, please tell me I don't have to uh, honor this NDA. Because once you sign it, if you break it, you're supposed to pay that money, that person money. And you remember Stormy Daniels, you remember this Playboy model's McDougal, she wanted to, I want to talk, but I have an NDA. Like, well, it's there for a reason. And now you feel that I can go out and make lies. I don't want to honor the NDA. It makes no sense. So when I hear them talking about this kid, Jack, I'm like, really? If I were him, I would say, up yours. I don't care about the NDA. You don't want anyone else to sign it. It makes no sense. And this guy also, I think he was a, uh, was he a, a sympathizer for Democrats? I don't know, but Regardless, I find it interesting that he was able to leak this information, and it's probably been out there for like eight months. Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland weren't on to it. They knew nothing about it, but they were so busy trying to go after Trump and the classified documents. Okay, what this guy released is more classified and more sensitive. Trump is a former U.S. president. Even if he didn't declassify the documents, he's entitled to have those documents. Do you actually think he's going to go against the country? Well, that's what they want voters to think. That's what they want their liberal followers to think. And lo and behold, these folks, they believe it. They're eating it up. Oh, yeah, he was going to release information to Russia. No, he wasn't. But what this kid, no, he's not a kid. He's 21 years old. He's a man. But what he released, what we found out from him, are the deals that were made between our government the, under the Democrats and these other countries. That's what we're finding out, how corrupt our government really is, how the Chinese balloon had been floating around on more than one occasion under Joe Biden's regime. And you know who allowed it to happen? Mark Miley and Lord Austin. And this is what I find equally interesting, Andrew, is that if you recall, when Trump when the election was stolen from Trump and he was getting ready to leave the office, Mark Molly placed a call to China. And you see, this isn't talked about enough by the media. But after Dark and Robin Andrew, we're going to talk about it nonstop. Mark Molly placed a call to China, to his counterpart, to say, we're not going to attack you. We're not going to attack China. Even if Trump... He's leaving office. Even if he orders us to do it, we're not going to do it. 
who the hell is Mark Miley to make that phone call? You got individuals on the left who are just like championing him on. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. Without thinking, wait a minute. That wasn't his place. He wasn't supposed to make that call. And he should be court-martialed. But you see, when people don't understand the law, they don't understand government, they just assume that what he did was correct. But it was not correct. It was out of order. He should be court-martialed. And if we had a legitimate media, they would say, this guy was out of line. He was out of place. Where's Mad Dog Mattis on this? Why isn't he coming out saying, Miley was wrong? No one's going to say anything about it. But you know what's equally interesting? Is that when those balloons were coming over the United States, one from one coast to the next, he didn't pick up the phone to say, okay, what are you guys doing? Well, we don't know if he did it or not because they're not reporting on it. But I would think that the media would say, Mark, why don't you just call your counterparts and just ask them what the hell is happening here? What is China doing? Well, that's not going to happen because they knew what China was doing. If you look at some of the stories, even the Washington Post and New York Times reported that they saw the balloons leaving. And, but that was buried in the story, Andrew. Yeah. And to make things even more embarrassing for this administration, apparently China wasn't returning their phone calls for a period of time. They have such little respect for uh, this military that Joe Biden has in place. They felt no threat whatsoever and wouldn't even return the phone calls. Would not return the phone calls the same way when Obama went to China and they left him on the tarmac for 45 minutes. That was just to let them know, look, we're in control here. And the media played it down that they embarrassed Barack Obama. Now, talk about if you want to say race and you want to use racism, why didn't you use it then? Why didn't you play the race card then? Chinese, the Chinese government doesn't care anything for black and brown people. Not that they care anything for white people, for black and brown people, they could care less. But the media didn't want to play that up. They didn't want to say, oh, this was racism against a sitting United States president who happens to be black. See, these are the things that you guys don't know because the media won't report on it. But you go back and you Google it. How long was Obama on the tarmac? 45 minutes. <laughs> and they would not bring up those steps for him to get down off of Air Force One. They left him there. Huge embarrassment. Now, you could have ran with racism with that all day, and I would have supported you on it. And I would have said, absolutely, the Chinese government does not like black people. You look at their past history, at the images that they put up. But no one wants to talk about that. They're too busy wanting to say, Trump, he's a racist. Trump, who gave the Second Chance Act. Trump, who lowered black unemployment. Trump, who actually had Bill Barr to start investigating the George Floyd murder. But the media won't tell you that. Right. Barack Obama didn't do it. They were, If you were to ask someone right now who instigated it, oh, Barack Obama. No, he didn't. He wasn't even in office. Yeah. And on a broader scope, this foreign policy of the Biden administration with China and Russia and Saudi Arabia, I mean, even Ray Charles could see these countries are all joining together and making a new superpower. And uh, as an American, probably for the first time in my lifetime, 
I feel like we could be on the loser side of things here with who our allies are. I mean, we're spending all this money on Ukraine. We see the rest of Europe's not willing to pitch in any money to help them. We're doing 90% of the heavy lifting. Um, who are our allies that we're going to go up against? A Saudi Arabia, China, and a Russia combined. I mean, this administration has just been pathetic. And anybody can see what's coming except the Biden administration, apparently. They can't see what's coming because they are too busy looking at diversity and equity. They are too busy trying to label the Republicans as being white supremacists and racist. And I got to say, they've been doing a rather darn good job in labeling Republicans and conservatives as white supremacists and racists. But what will that get you in the end? Nowhere. Especially when the country is falling apart because of criminal activity. It won't get us anywhere. They don't want us to realize that China, Russia, India, and Saudi Arabia are coming together. No, they don't like each other, but then they're looking at the United States and say, well, these knuckleheads, they're too busy saying that they don't know what a woman or a man is. I mean, this is such a small little uh, uh, spot that has become huge. What percentage do trans people make of the population in the United States? Well, at the moment, probably, I wouldn't even say 1%. But by the time Joe Biden's administration is over, you're going to have a whole group of people saying, oh, I'm a this or I'm a that. And it's a fad. This is a sad fad that has been pushed up on us where there are world issues that we need to deal with, supply chain problems. Buttigieg has yet to deal with that, but he can't because he too is a gay activist in the Biden administration. You look at Rachel Levin, another gay activist. I mean, they're all around us, make-believe. And then going back to our justice system, what good is our justice system if they can't recognize what a man or a woman is? And if they want to force us to tell a lie and say, oh, well, actually, yeah, that man is a woman, want to force us to say this. Katanji Brown Jackson should have never been placed on the Supreme Court. She's useless. She should have never been placed there. She's out of her league. Well, I mean, the same thing with John Roberts. He was there up under the Bush administration. He shouldn't be there. I mean, he's feckless. But the person who should be Clarence Thomas, look at how they're trying to go after him. We want to impeach him. We want him down. And black people are sitting there allowing them to destroy a black man, to go after a black man, which is what the exact same thing that Joe Biden did during his confirmation hearing. Joe Biden went after Clarence Thomas. And black people are so blinded by this whole thing of racism that they can't see. Wait a minute. We probably don't like his politics, but he has gone very far, and we should appreciate that. I remember the late poet. Maya Angelou, she came out and she said, he's still our brother. He's not the Democrat Party, but he's still our brother. You look at the, the National Museum and the African American Museum in D.C. They only had him there as a footnote. But then they had all of these rappers, all of these other individuals who are insignificant. I bet you, you go there, you'll see George Floyd all out there. But Clarence Thomas, just a footnote. Condoleezza Rice, footnote. Hakeem Jeffries, the minority house leader, did a paper 
whereby he viciously attacked black Republicans. This is in his heart. He's yet to apologize. Now, imagine had that been someone on the right, a white person. Oh, they need to apologize. Oh, they need to step down. And Republicans would probably roll over. They say, well, we got to let you go. What for? Even when you take me, take away my position, they're going to still say that I'm a racist. They're going to still hate me. We've got to have stronger people out front fighting the battle. So the Judiciary Committee coming to New York this week to look at and kick the tires and say, what's going on in New York City? They need to do the same thing in San Francisco. They need to do the same thing in New Orleans. They need to go all over because we see right now that Democrats can not rule. They cannot lead. Their policies are failed. And I was watching the other day, Andrew, of this, uh, I think, a resident of San Francisco. And they were having the some type of symposium. And they were asking her, they said, well, you know, people are saying that you guys, you, you get what you deserve because you voted for these crazy policies and you voted for these politicians. She said, well, I don't think that's fair. I'm a Democrat. I don't think that's fair. I don't deserve this. No, I'm sorry. You do deserve it. Well, I didn't understand some of the laws that were being passed. I don't live in San Francisco, and I knew what the laws were, and I knew that they weren't good for the city. Why didn't you take the time to read it? Well, you didn't take the time because you were so busy allowing the media to fill your head with a box, box a, a bag of rocks that you didn't bother to read it. So you get what you deserve. Now, there are some people there that I would look at and say, I feel for you because I know you didn't vote for these policies. But for the majority of them who voted for the policies, you knew Galvin Newsom was horrible. They, he came up for re-election and you guys still put him back into office when they tried to take him down. To recall the election, you still put him back. So you put him back during the recall. And then when he came up for re-election, you put him back in again. And then you want to say, oh, we didn't know he was going to do this. He has destroyed California. And now he wants to run for the presidency? And you got the media saying, oh, yeah, he's a candidate. He's a possible candidate because he has good hair. Good hair isn't going to save lives. Good hair isn't going to put food on the table. Good hair might make a nice mugshot or picture, but other than that, it's not going to do anything else. But these are the people who, well, we know more than you, and we're going to put them in because we don't want these Trump people in there. Why? Because they want to protect you? They want law and order? When we opened up, we were talking about the shootings in Nashville, in Kentucky. Just this weekend, there was another shooting in Kentucky. And then the shooting in Dadeville, Alabama. When does it stop? When will people wake up and see that there's something here that's not right? Right. And not to mention, there's a mass equivalent of a mass shooting every single weekend in cities like Memphis, New Orleans, St. Louis, Chicago, and so many other liberal cities across America that just don't get any immediate attention because they don't want you to talk about that. They don't want us to focus on these. They don't want you to focus on it because it is a reality. You look at Chicago. They kicked out Lori Lightfoot and they put in her twin brother who doesn't like schools, who doesn't <laughs> like the education curriculum. He talks about Black Lives Matter, but blacks are still being killed. But the moment you have some knucklehead like Justice Summer like to say, oh, I was attacked by white supremacists. Oh, yeah, he was attacked. He was attacked. Okay, if there's a white supremacist 
in Chicago, they need to have their heads checked. Okay, you're in a predominantly liberal Democrat city. Why are you living there? But the media played it up as if though there was a, a huge convergence of white supremacists living in Chicago, attacking innocent black people, gay black people, which was a lie, a complete lie. So this new mayor, who happens to be black, won't get anything done. It will be the same thing over and over again, mass shootings on the weekends. And then we're learning that the Democrat convention of 2024 will be held in Chicago. Now, they'll clean up Chicago for that two-week period or one week or whatever it is. They'll clean it up and make it seem as if though it's the darling city. When we all know, if you go down to the inner city, there's nothing but chaos and crime. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's like if you've ever worked somewhere where there's um, an important boss coming in or they're coming in for a video shoot, all of a sudden they want to clean everything up and make it look like, oh, this is how this place always looks. But it's only for a show. And that's exactly what we're going to see with the Democratic Convention, where they're just going to be cleaning the city up, making it look nice for a couple of days. And then once that convention gets over, it's going to go back to business as usual. And we're going to continue this discussion after a quick break. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. You can absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off with the promo code out loud. You can go there, read the reviews, read about the products, see what looks good for you, and save 25% off with the promo code out loud at healthycell.com. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Do you know there's no other condition that I'm aware of where vitamins and supplements make such a big difference than COVID-19? We have a, an abundance of data that we need to be replete with a variety of micronutrients, and that includes vitamins, minerals, and other substances our bodies need. I rely on Healthy Cell Super Boost. That's immune super boost. It's a, a gel pack that can be taken every day. I like to do it before I exercise and before I go out. It's a wonderful supplement. It gives me the immune super boost that I need. Go to HealthyCell.com, use the promotional code OUTLOUD, and get a discount on your first order. Let's get real, let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. 
Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Well, the OutLoud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. We opened the show talking about the mental illness in America, and perhaps there's no better example than what Bud Light is doing with their campaign with Dylan Mulvaney, the uh, quote-unquote trans activist who's gotten a lot of huge endorsement deals now from these woke companies, uh, Anheuser-Busch being the latest. They've lost over like $5 billion since they put him as the face of their company, putting him on beer cans which nobody could understand because uh, Bud Light's target audience is working class people who are against this woke agenda. So the fact that they've lost over $5 billion in the last couple of weeks isn't a big surprise to me or many others. But uh, I've got to take criticism a little bit with Donald Trump Jr. who came out and said, oh, but Anheuser-Busch, they donate to Republicans. We should give them a break because they're not as woke as some of these comp- these other companies. It's like, I love Donald Trump Jr., but uh, I completely disagree with him on this one. I don't give a damn how much money they've given to establishment Republican politicians in the past. Uh, that does nothing for me when they're putting Dylan Mulvaney as the face of their company on their beer cans. I'm not going to buy any product that has Dylan Mulvaney on the box. I could tell you that right now, and I think a lot of American patriots feel the same way. So uh, I think we just need to keep pushing forward. Don't buy Bud Light. Buy something else if you're a beer drinker. And uh, they're going to face the consequences of the old go woke and you go broke adage. Rob, what are your thoughts? I agree with you 100%. We should continue the boycott. I don't care if Bud Light, Budweiser, whoever their parent company is, donates to Republican causes. What they did just shows you that they're possibly rhinos. Why are we allowing the woman face, which is akin to the black face, of a man pretending the worst caricature of a woman, Dylan Mulvaney? And there are so many other products that this guy is now championing. Nike, he doesn't have breast. So why is he trying to sell sports bras to women? A tampon. <laughs> he doesn't have a vagina. So why is he selling tampons to women? I mean, I'm scratching my head on this, Andrew. This does not make a whole lot of sense. But see, they want us, the left, to buy into this sickness. 
so that years from now they can say, oh, the entire country, they they were they were suffering from mental illness. And then they'll say, this is what we're talking about, mental illness. This is a form of mental illness wanting us to assume or to think or to buy into this whole idea that Dylan Mulvaney is a woman. Even Rachel Levin, she's not a woman. He well, she he's not a woman. He's a man. A man and a dress, lipstick and makeup. We talked about this when we did Leah Thomas, the Leah Thomas story, how we're supposed to believe that Leah Thomas is a man, as a woman, and he's not. These people have become so sick in our society, and it just goes back to the whole thing we're talking about gun control and how it's just completely messed up. This mental illness has just messed up so many people. Now, as I was talking, I was looking at, did a little research on this Dylan Mulvaney guy. So apparently he's going to be the face of the Nike woman, Bud Light, Ultra Beauty, Plaza Hotel, Tampax, <laughs> KitchenAid, Always Tampons, Crest, Survey, Mac, Rent the One Way, Charlotte Tilbury, Kate Spade, and Kind Snacks. When you look at this guy, he, he is hideous. Now, of course, they put a lot of makeup on him to make him look kind of feminine. That would be the worst woman ever. I, I would not want any dates with that person. But see, not only that, Andrew, they're trying to push it that if men don't say that this man looks good as a woman, you're toxic. And not only that, you have to be, you, you have to be willing to date this person. Because see, that's going to break down your manhood. That's going to tear it down so that you're not so toxic. This is an agenda, folks. This is an agenda being pushed by the left. And it's being propped up by our judiciary system, as I mentioned during the first and second block. We have activist judges that are out there that are looking at this, and then they're trying to codify the law to say, no, you must accept this, and you better agree with this, and you better call this a woman, although it's a man. And why is it that it's the men who are pushing this? Yeah, and they keep moving the goalpost. At first, it was just like, okay, if you accept trans people doing their own thing, not bothering anyone else, it's okay. Now it's gotten so far extreme. It's like if you're a man and you're not willing to date a transgender you're a transphobe. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. I think most people in society would be a transphobe uh, if that's what they're saying makes a transphobe, that you're not willing to date essentially another man and be a gay man. Apparently, if you're not gay, uh, you're a transphobe nowadays. This is the logic that these people are using. It's unbelievable. This is their logic. And we've spoken about this on several of our other shows. And now... It's coming to the forefront. I mean, we suspected this. We said, hey, this is a possibility. And now we know this is what they're doing. This is what they're pushing. That if you don't accept their agenda, they're going to attach a phobe onto you. If you don't accept their agenda, they're going to say that you're a bad person. And then they want to excommunicate you from society if you don't accept their crazy agenda, their sick agenda. And as I said, they have a legal system that has bought into this with these activist judges. And before long, mark my word, mark my word, before long, you will have judges sitting on the court who are trans, who are in this crazy warped up world. It's coming, it's happening, it is going to happen. 
and we have to keep our eyes open. We have to be glued to the knowledge of what they're trying to do. This is an agenda that's being pushed. And I hate to say it. I hate seeing this. We have the best judicial system, bar none, the best legal system. And now it has been invaded by these woke people wanting to force us to agree with this crazy ideology that a man is a woman. The day, what's her name, Katanji Brown Jackson came out and during the hearings and they were talking to her. And when she couldn't answer that question and she said, I, I, I don't know, I can't answer it, I'm not a biologist. I was floored. I'm like, are you serious? Is she a black woman? Is she actually saying that? And black people should have come out in force and said, we don't want her representing us. We don't want her on the court. There are a lot of more qualified women who know what a woman is. Why should we allow her to be there? They should have pushed back and said, no way. No, we don't want her there. But they did it. They were quiet. They allowed her to be there. Because in their minds, oh, we just want someone, we just want to see our face. But there are so many others out there. You, you, they bought into the liberal ideology with, well, they're only going to allow us so many, so we just got to take what we get. You see what they're doing? You see what they did? You talk about Black Lives Matter, but they don't care about your lies. These woke, white judges, politicians don't care anything about you. Even when you go to schools, Andrea, and you look and see the, I was reading the other day, this one trans, I think it's a trans, it was a woman who's now a man. I get them all confused as to how they trans themselves. But he even said that when he was growing, growing up, there would probably be like one trans person, two cities over. But he said now in his classes, there are so many students identifying as trans. And the parents are happy about it. They're smiling. Oh, yeah, this is this is little Jakey, and little Jakey is trans. Look at how they have poisoned the minds of these kids. And if we had a legal system, a legal system that was really looking at this, they would remove those kids from the families. But instead, Andrew, they want to remove your child if you don't agree with it. Just the other day, they were reporting that a woman wanted to adopt a child. And in the agreement, it said that she had to agree that if this child said that he was trans, she would have to get them gender reaffirming care. She's like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, or else you can't adopt a child. Forcing her to accept their agenda. This is in a document sponsored by our government. Yeah, this makes no sense. And something I was thinking about the other day, perhaps you could help me come up with an answer, is I was watching a show from during the pandemic, and um, only a few people were wearing a mask, and they just happened to be the Black people on the show that were wearing the mask. And it seems like for such a marginalized, ostracized community, um, they're living in, a lot of these Black people are living in um, environments where there's shootings every single day outside of their house. Why are they the ones that seem to be most gullible into believing what the media and the left is pushing? I don't understand why they haven't um, stood up for themselves and had some pushback as of yet. I mean, seems to be that they just kind of accept what the media tells them a lot of times. Oh, vote Democrat. The right is bad. Um, I'm not sure what's keeping them in this position to where 
they don't vote to change anything. They vote to keep things the same. It's just really confusing to me. It, it is confusing. And when you see that, you will see that in predominantly black neighborhoods or cities because the government, the seat of the government is telling them that this is what you have to do to protect yourselves. Don't listen to those few Republicans because they don't know what they're talking about. Don't listen to the Tim Scotts or the Brian Donalds because they're the Uncle Toms. We need to listen to the white man, the man, because he's going to save us. It's like, but if the man's going to save you, why isn't he in your community trying to stop gun violence? Why isn't he in your community saying, let's get rid of the guns here? You see, no one is seeing that. And these black individuals, they aren't seeing that. So they want to run around thinking, oh, if I can wear the mask, I'm going to, I'm, 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 I'm going to save myself. No, you're not. It's not going to help you. But what could help you if they were to say, let's just do a crackdown on the guns in the neighborhood. Let's do a crackdown on the crimes in the neighborhood. But see, they won't push that. They won't come out in support of that. But they'll come out in support of some crazy idea of, I'm going to wear my mask. And half of the time, the mask isn't even fitting their face properly. Just here in New York City, I see it all the time. People walking around with the mask on. I get so infuriated. I want to say, what are you doing? I, I, actually, Andrew, I want to snatch it off. But I know if I were to do it, I would end up in jail. But I'm like, that, that's not helping you. It's like, it's not helping you. And just speaking of that, I was walking around the city the other day. And I thought, man, this city is literally a garbage can. It is a garbage can. I moved here 20 years ago. And it was not this bad. But at the same time, when I moved down, we were on the precipice of having a Republican governor. I mean, uh, well, governor and mayor. But now, no matter where you, I live the financial district. You would think this would be the cleanest place. But there's pockets of crap, human excrement, garbage on the streets. And then if you were to go to, let's say, an area that you would deem not safe. Oh, it's clean. It's as if though the government has decided, well, we're going to make the areas where the people, they have the nice jobs, we're going to make their areas filthy. Look at how they've just like, just completely turned the script. And it just goes back to, as I said, this woman in San Francisco saying, we don't deserve this. You have people in New York saying, we don't deserve this. You look at our school systems and what they're teaching our kids. You walk into a school. I was at a school event the other day and this one man told me, he said, you know what I find interesting? I said, what? He said, when I walked in, I didn't see an American flag at all. He said, but I saw the rainbow flag. It's like, what happened? The rainbow flag isn't doing a damn thing for us, but causing more distrust, more uh, harm than good. But you'll see it flying all over. They'll teach our kids about it. Just like Dylan Mulvaney, he'll probably end up talking out of school. A man dressed like a woman with these over-the-top antics. And where, why aren't women pushing back on this? You got a man selling me tampons when half the time I can't even get my husband to go to the store and buy it for me? You got a man selling me sports bras and who doesn't have breasts? Are you serious? Then you got judges saying, oh, it's okay. And you better say that this is a woman. Because if you don't, we're going to throw you in jail. You better identify this as a zur or a cur. Like, what? A zur? What happened to the basic pronouns? 
This is scary stuff, and it just goes back to what we're saying about law and order. And how it has just like flown out the window. And now Jim Jordan is coming here to look and see, I need to kick the tires. I need to see what Alvin Bragg is actually doing because he's busy trying to go after a political opponent as opposed to protecting citizens. And everyone should rally that, that cause on and say, yes, come here. We are being killed in the streets because our DA doesn't care. Our attorney general doesn't care. Well, I know that she doesn't care, Letitia James, because she's busy having drag day at her office. This is a disgrace where our country, how far our country has fallen. And then they want to question it. Oh, and we got to mention this, uh, Biden going to Ireland. What the heck was he going to Ireland for on taxpayer dollars? You're the president. President, you're right. You're the resident here. What are you doing here? And then when he found out about the classified documents that had been leaked, he was like, well, we're going to look into this and we're not for certain. And even John Kirby said, well, we're not for certain. It's actual documents. It's like, first of all, Joe Biden should be here in America. Not over there. We have a crisis taking place here. Why are you there? And then to take Hunter Biden? who was helping his dad along the way because his dad got confused when a kid was asking him a question and Hunter had to explain it? Are you serious? I mean, this is happening and no one is saying anything about it. Our media is behaving as though it's okay. And imagine when Trump would leave, they would freak out. But Biden is there and the country is falling apart. You nailed it, Rob. I mean, when I was a teenager... New York City, I mean, it was the big apple. I've never been to New York City, but to me, it looked like it was the place to be before 9-11, even after 9-11. The place was booming. It was the closeness of New Yorkers. Everything about it was just a great American story. And now you look at where it's come since then, and the place is a disaster. I would not even want to visit there right now with what I see in the news about New York City. The lawlessness, these criminals not getting locked up. Uh, it's an embarrassment to our country, and it's not just New York City. Look at Chicago, another great American city. It's just been overran with violence. And uh, why would any tourist go to Chicago right now? You look at the gun rates, uh, the crime rate, all the people dying on the streets each and every weekend. Uh, these cities are in ruin right now, and the Democrats just want to keep it going. They act like there's nothing wrong. They're doing everything right. It's just pretty unbelievable to see. Uh, it's hard to believe, but we're out of time already tonight. This episode flew by. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio. Wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up or a five-star review, please, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.